Hello everyone and welcome back to this here, the 10th episode of the Ramblecast. The cast where in which we ramble. Alex Ramblecast X. Ramble, Ramblecast X. The, the one where we finally redid the branding. Ramble X. Brad Shoemaker. I'm just loosening up my lips to... Get ready to gotta ramble. F- gotta flap them. Ugh. Flap your lips. That's how you ramble. Yeah. A little rag chewing, a little lip flapping, a little chewing the stick or something probably is a thing. Chewing on some bark. Loose lips sync podcasts. That's right. Everybody just keep it tight. Don't say a goddamn word. You're listening to this here uh, not necessarily video game podcast where we get loose lips and flap, flap a lot. Um, talk about what's going on. What's going on, everybody? How's uh how's civic service doing, uh, Alex Navarro? How is your uh your I wouldn't duty? know. I wasn't there long enough. You got called in, you got the notice, you got the, yes. the greatest honor of, I got of the phone on. call. Uh, you know, the government got a hold of me and was like, We need you. you we need you for grand jury service. I was okay, I wasn't sure if we could say that or not. It wasn't just jury service, it was grand jury service, which Yes. Everything I know about grand juries I learned from Law and Order. Yeah. But those are the serious ones. Yeah, those are the ones where they decide to indict or not. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so you, uh, your watch lit up. You went down mm-hmm. to the uh, the Queens. Uh, I assume some some courthouse in Queens. Yes, the Alex signal was pointed at Kew Gardens and said, <laughs> "Go there." Um, so, yeah, no, I it, I guess it had been over five years since the last mm-hmm. time I was called in for jury su- service. Uh, okay. And I did not bother to check. I just said, okay, it's probably been that long. So I went down there, uh, stood in line with about, I'm going to say, 150 other people or so. Okay. And they let us in at about 1 o'clock. I sat there for about 20 minutes. Then they started calling people up row by row to talk to the, the guy at the front desk and give them your questionnaire of, like, does your company pay for jury service? What yeah. days do you work? All that stuff. I handed it to him. He looked at it for three seconds stamped it and said all right you're good see you in six to eight months we'll, we'll be in contact in six to eight months so is it deferred then is it uh i i don't know i didn't even okay. ask it was <laughs> i think it, it was very literally like we are going through we're going to pick the people that seem like they are the most available for this stuff and then sure. you're you're back in the cycle in six months okay get back in the go back home you'll come to the pool later let me ask you these details mm-hmm. in your courthouse were they doing social distancing Yes. Uh, okay. Once you got inside, they had blocked off like every four chairs of the big, like it's just a big room yeah. with a million, like, you know, kind of okay leather chairs that everyone's kind of sitting in. <laughs> uh, and so they blocked off the, the space every four chairs. So there was at least like six feet between everyone. And everyone, okay. one guy had a mask down under over his, just his mouth and not his nose. Mm. And the, the, the bailiff was not having that shit. Not cool. She was like, fuck you, put that shit on. And did they did they push back? Was there a brawl? No, there was no brawl. Okay, that's good, but not as entertaining as a good brawl in a courthouse. You know, I it, look. I've watched a lot of night court. As yeah. far as I can tell, it is not an accurate representation of the New York court system. Mm. Uh, it all seems pretty uh, by the numbers and pretty dull for the most part. I mean, Bull wasn't that exciting, but I, I could see Bull. Bull got up to shenanigans. What are you talking about? Bull was great. Bull was a, he was a nice dude. He loved nice. taking out kids. Like he was like in the, you know, kind of the big brother program. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he had like a really weird first name, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, I think but- his first name was Nostradamus. Is that right? <laughs> yes. No. Okay. Yes. Oh, no. no. I'm sorry. 
Nostradamus is his middle name. Oh, okay. <laughs> his, his first name is Aristotle. Aristotle Nostradamus Shannon. That's, That's right. That's his name. <laughs> yes. No, excuse me. Aristotle Nostradamus Bull Shannon. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bull to you. Bull if you know. Bull All to right. his friends. Yes. Uh, and that was it, huh? Did you spend more, more time getting there than, than there? I spent more time waiting outside for them to let us in than I did inside. Okay. Well, I'm glad to have you back. Nothing against jury duty, but... Uh, no, no everything actually... against jury duty. I understand oh. it's the way the legal system works, but That's, I, I, no one wants your, that. It's your civic duty, man. Yeah. If, if everybody felt like that, the system wouldn't work. Not to say that the system works well, but... No. I mean, criminal justice in America is a nightmare, not, though. Jury service is not really the reason for that. Yeah, I mean, jury, jury of your peers is an ideal with merit. Have you all yeah. ever served on actual? Did you ever actually get selected? I have never gotten past the part that I got through today. I've sat there for longer before okay. they dismissed me, but I've never gotten to a point where I was actually interviewed by a lawyer. I got to the interview part, and then uh, they let me go. They, they, Well, no, they didn't let me go. I actually got selected, and then in the time I got selected... Uh, the case settled behind closed hmm. doors. So wow. they, the lawyers had settled the case. So somebody had slipped on some ice or something like that. And um, <clears throat> I remember the lawyer said to me, looked at me, and said, you, you, sir. No, it's not the accent they had, but it's more dramatic. Look like this is a case about an old woman falling down and slipping on ice. And you look like you've got the simpatico. Do you think you could find fairly for a, a company? <laughs> Uh, and I said, uh, I, I, I think I would like to think I would follow, follow the, follow the truth or whatever was I that, said. Was, mm -hmm. was, was Atticus Finch trying this thing? I don't, was I don't was, know. He, was this just, man wearing a bolo tie? It was also in Queens. <laughs> so it was probably, uh, my memory might be a little hazy on the details and the accents. Um, but then, uh, in between that process and then, uh, they settled and they're like, everybody go home. The case has been settled because they picked them. I might have been picked as an alternate, which, you know, you just kind of was a, probably the least fun part of being you're the understudy. Yeah. Like you're not even going to be able to you gotta listen to everything, but you don't get your say uh, in, in the final. final. They just cycle you in if some other juror happens to, you know, break the break the silence, break the barrier and, yeah. you know, go talk out of turn <clears throat> or get sick or something. I assume. Brad, have you ever been selected? I made it to the last round of selection for a lengthy murder trial Whoa. about. Let's see, four-ish months after we started a giant bomb. Wow. Oh, wow. Which was like two weeks before we were supposed to go to TGS. Huh. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, this is oh, a murder trial. I remember trial. this. I remember this. this. Yeah, they were like, this is a murder trial. This is expected to last at least a month. Like, clear schedules. Like, I was down to like, you know, they had dismissed multiple rounds of people. It was not that many people left in the selection pool. And it was, it was basically like, it basically got to the point where it was like, all right, you are likely to serve on this jury here is the thing you write down if you have an objection or you have a reason you can't do this. Yeah. Uh, this is going before the judge. Like, literally, the judge on the case was the one to read the things we were writing. So I was like, I work for a startup and we have international travel for an important conference in two weeks and there's four of us. It will be a significant impact to this business if I don't get to go on this trip. And the judge was like, all right, you're out. Oh, okay. Didn't give you grief? No, I didn't okay. even talk to him. Like he didn't even speak to the judge directly. I just was informed that, like, okay, you've been dismissed. It's like my my understanding of talking to some folks within the legal system and just people who have tried to serve is my loose understanding is lawyers generally want people who are engaged in the case. They don't want people yeah. who are thinking mm -hmm. about get, getting out of there and uh, and ha what time they they have to leave and work and you know like this is ruining. They they want people who are engaged that are 
that would like to be there. I don't know if that applies to a judge. A judge probably hears all sorts of nonsense to get out, but the lawyers generally want people that, you know, for their side are going to listen and, and, and be rational. Hopefully, I think or, like to be there is maybe <laughs> a slight misterminology there. It's more like people who are willing to be there. Willing to be there. I, you know, in a, you, you don't know, want someone who wants to be on that jury because yeah. that, in, that implies a certain bias of, Oh, I want to, <laughs> inflict a specific opinion on this case. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, I, I, I think look, I, would I watched like the devil's to- advocate. <laughs> I remember that part where the sweet old lady is on the jury and Keanu Reeves is like, no, don't pick her. She was hurt. So she was, she's mad. She wants to get uh, on this jury. Yeah. She's I mean, got an agenda. I, like all other things being equal, I would like to do it just to see how the sausage is made. You know, like I just like seeing the process from the inside. The problem is that nobody in this country has fucking time to do that because everybody is like constantly trying to survive. Unless you're like retired or something. Right. Or yeah, independently the- wealthy. Like you're kind of busy trying to food and feed and clothe yourself. Yeah. And then the compensation ain't great. You know, like you're, it's forty dollars a day here. Yeah, so I mean, that's uh, and it's uh, usually it's like a six-hour day, right, or six to yeah. seven-hour day. And I think they give you a lunch and as well. Jury service lasts if you get selected. I think it's a minimum of twenty days. Well, it's or as long as the case goes. Is that is it? I mean, if the case gets dismissed or whatever in the middle yeah. of that, yeah. But I think if you are on an actual grand jury, it's a minimum. Oh, of grand 20 jury. Days. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I've been through court proceedings. Um, as you know, or, or mostly settlement stuff. It sucks. I hate it. It's just people. It's just, I I don't like it. It's, it's like being in a room that people don't want you in. Like Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's like the lawyers and the judge are all speaking. It's like being on a construction site and taking a tour. Everybody else there knows what they're doing. And you're there like, no. So, uh, you know, how, how do you mix the the chemicals in this? How do you make iron? Right. And they're like, just just sit down and, and let me, t- I'm going to go through this whole process with a judge. What does it mean? Just don't, you know, just watch it. And it's like, well, why don't we just say we didn't do it or whatever? And it's like, that's not how it works. That's, it's not OSHA approved. It's, See, I, uh, think, I think the way I would get dismissed from a jury is if they start asking me questions, I would just start yelling legal terms I've heard on Law and Order. <laughs> Habeas corpus. Voir Judas, pre- <laughs> Judas something. Judas, pres- I, I, with prejudice, I just need to. I just need to ask one question. Don't take this the wrong way, but can I serve, or not me? Can one serve if they've killed somebody before? Just, just want to know. Is that okay? Okay, just want to. What know. if I wasn't convicted? <laughs> if if you've done it and never admitted to it, could they find out here? Could that happen? What's the statute of limitations? <laughs> could I be tried for something? I just want. Okay, listen. Just wanted to know. So right. a million, million questions running through my head. Just a million questions running through my, through my head. Um, yeah, I think I think there's probably a better way, but I I've I would say I would like to participate in the system. I just wish the time commitments weren't what they are. You yes, know? that's like, where oh, I'm at. Like a like a better like who watches the kids, right? Like do you have to? Do they have daycare for 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 parents? Oh Lord, no. Right, so it's like, you know, I don't know. It, it affects all. It affects a lot. It affects a lot. Just yes, no crime. Just no crimes. That's it. Just no crimes and no, uh, no, no justice. That's the only way through this. That's the only way I see. Speaking right. of, let's just, uh, hey, let's just have a utopia. Like, what's so hard about that? Let's just do it. Just have a it's utopia. Weird that we never tried this before. Why does everybody just be cool? Just everybody be be rad and be nice to each other. Or we have, um, 
a, a, a god king who, s- who sits on a throne. Whoa. And then, uh, and then uh, thumbs up or <laughs> thumbs. You just bring your case before the god king or queen, and they thumbs up or thumbs down uh, whether or not you should be live or die. Who let, who let the monarchist in here? Yeah. I listen. I have a recent experience with the uh, with, with the feudal slash monarch slash king queen system. Alex and I went to medieval times. We and, do. Uh, I believe that is pretty much the most accurate description you can get. I, s- of, I see. Uh, I see. Arbitration by joust. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, combat. Okay. Com- uh, trial by combat. Now we're getting there. Uh, and uh, you get a. Uh, um, you can also get like a diet Pepsi if you want. If that's, mm-hmm. if or some lemonade <laughs> that is mostly sure. just sugar. Jury duty would be way more tolerable with concessions. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to get my I'm going to get my box of hot dogs and nachos and a jumbo soda. While oh, they don't give case. you that, my friend. <laughs> the food is not that. The food it, you you would you might want that after you have the food there, but uh, the food they give you at the medieval times is here's part of a roast chicken. That was okay. Here's some corn that was boiled. Yeah, that was a little a sweet. Here's corn a potato we found on the ground. That was Ooh. all right. It was definitely like half a potato. That was. And here's some ice cream that is slightly better than you think it will be. <laughs> wait, wait, is it a fixed menu? Do you not? Yes. Yeah. Have a, you don't you, get to. Oh, what? You could do a vegetarian if you want. I think they have like mm. a three bean chili if you, if you are so inclined. But it's not uh, like what? What? It's not like it's a not wedding like, where you're it's like, not like or, roast. It's, it's not like roast chicken or leg of lamb no, or okay. No. Maybe maybe medieval times is less restaurant than I thought and more spectacle. It's dinner oh, it's definitely sure. it's more like, spectacle. Is, is, it, is, it, is it like spectacle with some food and not restaurant with dinner theater entertainment? I, I think I had it backwards. I think the food is there because they it is dinner in a show, yeah. but the okay. dinner is like literally they just bring out, like each of the servers has like a giant tray of whatever the food <laughs> item they are bringing you oh, is, and man. they just have tongs and they just drop it on your okay. plate. Okay. I, first, I, I was expecting to hear about like mutton, leg of mm-hmm. lamb. I had thought it was a... Um, my memory was like you got a giant turkey leg, but this was definitely a yeah. half a chicken, just like cleaved in half. Mm. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of show up and you go inside the the castle. This is in Jersey, so this is in Lindhurst, mm-hmm. uh, Jersey, Jersey Castle. So the Jersey Castle, which you know, it's got the fiefdom of Lindhurst, <laughs> New Jersey. It's got you know, it's castle esque in its in its presentation. It has minarets. Yeah, it's it's got. St- stuff and then you you go inside and it's basically one giant gift store so like once mm-hmm. you're inside it is uh but they were doing they were doing um i'm gonna say i was very happy with the way they were handling the covid situation they they were i had called them beforehand to make sure but they were at limited capacity so i think they were at half capacity like when we were in the stands it was pretty barren in the stands mm-hmm. uh and they had said oh it's a full house today uh so like it sold out and then it was like pretty barren uh, and I think I don't remember them doing this. And again, a lot's changed in the twenty years that I was there. But they just had sides of the auditorium voting or like cheering together. Like, hey, this whole side, you're kind of together for your for all three of these nights, and this whole side, you're kind of all together for for the three of these nights. And um, just cheer but when one of them cheer does your anything. guy, but yeah. also cheer the guys yeah. direct to your right and left. Yeah, we we, we needed to space this out a little bit. So those guys uh, in front of you, fuck them. Yeah, just boo ba- them. They're bad. And yeah. you know they required masks on everybody, except obviously when you're putting food in your food in your mouth. And I thought that was pretty good, so I felt okay there. And they were doing distancing and, and trying to space people out. And then it's a giant gift store where you buy light up swords or wooden shields or whatever or banners. With the queen, Wait, light up swords. Yeah, plastic so light up like, swords. Like, oh, we got the, we got this surplus Star Wars stuff to get rid of. Yeah, 
it's got a cross, it's got a, a cross guard and a, and a hilt, if you will. But you know, they're plastic light them up things that you can wave during the thing, and they come around and try to sell you on that stuff. And then you go inside, and they they put on their show. They have a the queen presides, and then there's like kind of the queen's um, uh, 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 advisor, kind of the, the worm tongue esque person that you think is kind of rotten the whole time. And then you have the the master of ceremonies on the floor, the MC. And for the most part, it's it's pretty pretty fun and pretty chill. The only parts I don't like or didn't like were were the uh, dressage parts, the like horse horse play parts, where it just seemed like everybody was uncomfortable. Mm, like <laughs> not into horseplay, huh? No, not into that horseplay. Get that horseplay outside. Um, the, the lady who was riding the horse, I didn't mind so much because <laughs> she seemed to have a good relationship with the horse. She was not having to sort of like goad it into doing things. <laughs> it seemed like she was pretty cool. The other stuff was a little less. Uh, it was just kind of like, eh, why are you doing this? The no, horse doesn't want to be here. Yeah, nobody. It didn't seem like anybody kind of wanted to participate in that. Like, you know, they they have the horses try, kind of trained to do these weird, awkward steps that I, I suspect the showmanship of it is look at this horse do a thing a horse shouldn't do look at this horse move in a way that is so unnatural it must be trained to move this way but just looks like a bad animatronic horse or a horse that is drunk and i'm like this just stop boo this horse is walking like it needs to pee real bad and oh whoops it actually is peeing on the ground okay (laughs) And and then they do the horse. They had the horse like, horse like try to bow or kneel, and it was like always very awkward. It doesn't awkward. want to do that. Doesn't it doesn't want to do, want that. To do that. Uh, but then the knights do games, and they they like have jousting, and they try to get rings on their lance, and then then it turns into some real like wrestling style fighting where um, mm-hmm. the guy hits a guy, and then you know four minutes later he fly, <laughs> he flies off a horse or back like jumps does a jump or a duck but they listen it's entertainment it's, it's fun. a stunt show it's a stunt show it's it's my kids were had gone there so we had gone there kind of as a group to get together with uh, uh, a few people and then when my wife and the kids found out like well we're going i was like okay yeah. you guys buy your own tickets and like you go as well so they loved it they had a lot of fun there um, they enjoyed it. They're the right but, age. Like again, the first yeah. time I went, I think I was like Max's age. Yeah. Maybe slightly younger even. And I was way into it. We went to the one in Buena Park near uh, <laughs> Disneyland and you know, like I was so into it that I cried when my knight lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the knight who beat my knight came up into the stands and like gave me his banner. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh, yay. Okay. That I'm happy again." And I was like, the other thing is watching that show like last weekend, they have not really updated any aspect of that show as far as I can tell in at least (laughs) 20 something years. Like it is basically the same. Yeah. They, they, so apparently the whole, the the whole queen storyline is revamped. I looked this up after Mm -hmm. the queen storyline with the, uh, with that. We had a bit of a betrayal in ours Mm -hmm. or a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, Heel turn, if you will, uh, in ours, and that storyline is from like 2017 or something like that. <laughs> okay, um, so this but, is where like like re- like out of work wrestling writers go <laughs> to write storylines for medieval times. You know, I looked up the training to be a knight. Like, what would you what do you got to do for this? And it seems kind of intense. Like, I mean, just you watch that thing, and much like any performance like that, it's tiring. It's acrobatic. I mean, you're they're really swinging those. 
uh, weapons around. And, that's... and those swords are not sharp, but they are creating sparks when they connect. You yeah, know? and there's Jeez. there's heavy stuff. And, they, you know, I assume mm. those shields, though, they don't look like they're made of solid iron. Uh, they're taking hits, and, and they're, yeah. they're moving around. And they have to jump off horses, and that, that ain't – that's scary. I don't want to do that. One time a guy jumped off the horse uh, to go fight, and his horse – bolted for the uh the entrance it, that thing just that, that horse ass. knew its stage direction and yeah. it went straight for it <laughs> i was like holy cow i hope that thing's got some runway in the back there because that thing i've never seen a horse run that fast that thing was running like my kitten when she sees a toy at the other end of the hallway <laughs> it's just like it balls out and it's like whoops don't have brakes <laughs> yeah right seriously uh you know horses are those, pooping are those guys wearing a lot of metal are they, are they in like full plate uh, I wouldn't say full plate. Like Ring. they're definitely like they're wearing goofy helmets that definitely look like some fucking Hawk the Slayer, Ator the Fighting Eagle level like fucking costuming. Yeah. But they are wearing like stuff over their chest and their legs. It just doesn't seem like full plate. Okay, it's, it's, it's like chainmail, like a uh, like studded leather style. Like you know, they want the mobility. We're not uh, we're not just uh, in full plate. And it it's you know they have like um. Like a ball and chain, they have maces, they have axes, they have swords. Um, Some slight pull arms, those are usually wooden. Yeah, and then they have their lances, which always shatter. You know, every time they do a joust, they do one round, and then the thing would shatter, and then they'd go back, and it would shatter again, and then somebody would jump off a horse and be like, "Oh my gosh, you knocked him off!" And then they'd have to take it to the ground combat where they're uh, diving around and, and stuff like that, and it's fun. And then you know, there's banter between the the queen the advisor and the mc which was like maybe where you're eating and tuning out <laughs> like do they right. <clears throat> do they mic all those people oh yeah. yes yeah and in the, fact the, when, when one of the knights had a heel turn he suddenly had a headset <laughs> mic on that he did not ooh. have before so i was like yeah. oh man they just they were ready they were ready to give him his moment his line uh and then there's a really really fun goofy part that it reframed in today's modern thing where uh like we you know read off our uh mission control tiers right and mm -hmm. like and you know people read off twitch stuff where they thank everybody who has come in at a certain level to medieval times like in a certain package they read off their names so they're you know they're reading off and thank you to anthony buscani who is turning 47 today thank you anthony and sir daniel <laughs> yeah, that's right and uh uh Pack 517 is here. Give it up for Pack 1517, the Cub Scouts. My favorite yeah. one was the local Pentecostal church that <laughs> yes. was in the group right to our left. And they, they, were, were, they were so fucking loud and into it the whole they time. They loved it. They loved yeah. it. They but go, like, go figure. Pentecostals love being loud in a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they were cheering for everything. But that was very long and very funny as the, as the kind of advisor was reading off... Uh, you know, Angie McLean turns 97 today. Happy it went on birthday. for like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was very good. Very good. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Thank you for ringing the bell. Thank you. Um, that were was good. Nice so I had a good nice time. wearing any COVID masks. Was any like yes. they were wearing face masks? Were they yes. were they actually like some some cheeky like oh, I'm gonna put this breathing mask over my helmet or whatever? They, they were, were all under. wearing like gray face masks, and honest to God, it looked like they were just Sub Zero without the headgear. <laughs> okay. Like that was okay. like they all kind of had a Sub Zero thing going on, except I, for one, the one guy who heel turned looked exactly like Leo from Twin Peaks, the shitty boyfriend. So, like, I already kind of had it in my head that, oh, this is the bad guy. This guy's going to do something. And I was right. I was right. It was the Blue Knight. The Blue Knight. Yeah. 
I, I appreciate when these public exhibitions like lean into the you know pandemic best practices, sure. like mm-hmm. like the like the California Academy of Sciences near here. There's a giant dinosaur skeleton in the entryway, and they have found a gigantic <laughs> COVID like breathing mask and put nice. it over the nose of the dinosaur skeleton. Like it's That's just like okay, fun. we're all in this together, even that dinosaur skeleton. That's right. That's how they found it. You know that hey, and, and people want to know what wipes the dinosaurs out. Perhaps if the dinosaurs mask. had face masks, they would still yes. be around today. All in all, good to see people. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, it's hard to have a conversation during all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, you're kind of sitting in a big row there. But it was nice. It was, uh, it was good to, it was the first time I had been indoors um, eating a meal in about a year and a half, I think. Or, or maybe longer. And what like, a meal it was. And what, and what a meal, folks. I, listen, I, didn't, I was happy just to sit down and have some food inside. Uh, and, and around some vaccinated folks, and that was good. Good for how? how sorry, how, how was that potato cooked? It was like baked baked potato. It looks like it fell. It it tasted and looked like it fell under the oven, and that's how it cooked. Okay, I it did was not, not mind much it of a as potato. much. I th- it was cooked. It was cooked like a giant um, steak fry. It was like okay. it was like a half a potato, right. kind of cooked like you would eat a steak fry, like a wedge, like a potato wedge. It had that kind of crunchy texture mm-hmm. on the outside a little soft in the middle uh but you know Just, you're meant to eat it all with your hands so you know there's no oh. cutlery or anything yeah they give oh. you a plastic spoon for the ice cream and that's it oh wow yeah. the chicken and everything just tear it apart yep. huh? mm-hmm. they, the okay. soup they give you in a little bowl that has like yeah. a handle on it and you're just supposed to drink huh. it okay yeah yeah it's fun it's a, I, I would uh what was about two hours you think maybe yeah, start roughly. to finish yeah then uh my my son wound up getting a, like a little wooden shield, and my daughter got a snow globe with a baby dragon inside, just like oh. in the just like from the thing. Except that there's no dragons anywhere no, in that no, thing. Not even no. they don't even mention dragons. It's in your heart. The dragons okay. in your heart. They are there to sell you some stuff. There's a and we oh yeah a, no again the gift shop is like forty percent of the real estate. <laughs> I would say maybe even sixty. I don't know. It's a uh, it's a lot. Ah, of, the arena's like pretty big. Okay, let's say let's say forty, and then like twenty percent bars. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but the, like some of the bars just weren't even open. Um, and then, yeah, then the big old arena and the seating. So that was our medieval times adventure. Something we had been talking about at giant bomb East for ages. Dare I uh, say to threatening find. to do for several years. <laughs> yes. Finally, finally check that off the list. Better late than never. I'll see it again uh, in 22 years. ish. <laughs> maybe 30. We'll see. Happy birthday, Dan. <laughs> Um, I, he was very sheepish. He didn't want everybody to know that uh, at huh. some point in the last seven months, his birthday, his birthday what? was. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah, give it up wasn't a spot. recent. Like it, it was. No. Every, he kept saying, "It's not for my birthday. It's not for my birthday." Come on. <laughs> that might that might be the first time I have ever heard Dan Riker be described as sheepish about anything. <laughs> I think when we all said they said, "Why are you here?" And we're like, "It's his birthday," and he was like, "It no, is not my. No, it's not my no, birthday. It's on, not no. my birthday. No. Yeah. No. It's my." 50th birthday give me free stuff as i told him it's his birthday quarter he's still allowed to that's uh, right he's still allowed to celebrate it's his birthday long weekend um let's see what else anybody else have anything fun before i talk about my adventures in scanning documents now that Uh i'm a a digital i'm a digital document scanner Uh oh um trying to organize my digital life i'm trying to scan in as much anything the thing i did not anticipate Mm-hmm. Two things. One, I don't need any of this crap. I think I anticipated mm-hmm. that. I should just shred it and get rid of it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one. I think I knew that already. That's that's lowercase a. Other thing. Organization and folders and stuff. Like what are oh man, that's so many different things. Like, all right, these uh these medical bills or these things, they go in like a medical folder. Do I make one for each member of the family? Um personal documents, they go in a folder, finances, mortgage, car stuff. Like where's all this stuff going? Do you keep have any of you guys ever made good on a warranty or guarantee from like a like an appliance that is more than like a year old and you're like, I wonder if this thing still has some kind of warranty. I should call the manufacturer. More than a year old, maybe yeah, more not. Than I, 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 yeah, I don't think so. Like a couple just, of months, I, I understand where you're like, this okay. thing mm-hmm. should last more than a couple of months. Yeah, I got like a halfway decent coffee grinder a couple of years ago yeah. and ended up sending it back a couple months later because it was making a buzzing sound. Yeah, like that kind of stuff in a but couple of months. Like, that was like, like I still had the receipt sitting in front of me like it was practically brand new. Yeah. Uh, this was a weird one, and I'll just say this right now. Uh, the volcano vaporizer we got for, uh, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, imbibing certain products, uh-huh. uh, one of the buttons snapped off after a few years. And years? Okay. So it was a few years, and so we we wrote to them, we're like, hey, this this one of the buttons fell off, and they were like, because I think this company is run by relatively small number of people, and it is like, you know, it, it is kind of a boutique item, they're like, oh yeah, no, we'll send you a replacement. Oh, free of charge? Now that's... I think they I think they may have charged a shipping, but I think that was it. Well, those things have a lifetime warranty. Yeah. That's right. See, that's good. That's I, I bet you'd go back to that company and buy another vaporizer, right? Like, look at that service. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, we've been using that thing for years now, and for, it is for, a, a quality product by and large. For what those things cost, I hope they have decent service. Oh, it was a birthday gift for Sam for, for several years ago, and oh. uh, we have gotten very good use out of it. Are vaporizers expensive? I mean that one. Well, that that, that one in particular case. is like this is uh, this is not this is not your handheld like Pax or Jewel or whatever you're envisioning the little pin. No, thing. it's the thing that blows it into like a balloon. This is a this is an upright unit that plugs about. into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> this is Wait, when you say different. volcano vaporizer, I mean, just you can you can just go look it up. You'll that, see it. That, well, you're not talking about a vaporizer that is. I imagined. <laughs> I really no joke. Imagined a volcano. That like erupts I mean, it, and the it has and a the, cone kind of it does, shape to it, it. It does not. It is not shaped unlike a volcano. Now that you mention it, okay. And I, like I imagined, it, I imagined it was like a novelty thing that like shakes and then erupts and like the plumes of of uh, vapor. No, come it's out. not your kid's science project, Vinny. No, okay, that's it's not what one of those I was volcanoes. Thinking. Okay, no, it's it's a big metal thing that has kind of like a, a cone shape to it, and then it blows okay. heat up. And then there's like okay. a little thing that you put the stuff in, and it blows the heat up through the that stuff, thing into uh-huh. the balloon. Look, okay. it's weed, okay? It's weed. Yeah. I'm just saying it is weed, all right? It's <laughs> yeah. out loud. Here's the words. I'm uh-huh. saying it's weed. Uh-huh. And it goes into the balloon, and then yes. you just you 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 smoke it out of the balloon. You inhale it from the balloon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you don't just, like, put your face over it. I mean, you could. I. It would be hot. Is that it would probably balloon? not be a great way to do it. Okay. Is it a balloon that, like, comes with it? Like a proprietary balloon, or you just buy any balloon? Uh, they, they sell you the balloons, but they okay. last a pretty good amount of time. Okay, you can reuse the uh, the balloon. Yeah, you don't it's need to just a, use them not, once. Yeah, we're, we're not talking like child's birthday party balloon. Like it's a okay. like it's a big thing. plastic bag basically that has oh, like wow. a little like uh sort of thing that you hook into the thing Damn. that has the weed in it. Yeah. Yeah, shit got complicated, huh? Well, again, a... this is a boutique item, and okay. you know, not a thing that like your average smoker uses. Uh, it was, okay. you know. Wild. Okay. Yes, I've I've known people with these. Things. I mean, this is basically the Rolls Royce of. <laughs> Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's it totally, really? okay. they're like 500 bucks. Whoa. Is it big? Uh, 
it fits pretty comfortably on our uh, coffee table. Like it's, you know, I, okay. I'd say it's like just kind of about like this big around. Okay. Audio podcast. I'm going to say you, you made the shape. I'd say it's maybe a like a plate. foot and a half around. Okay. All right. Maybe two. Interesting. Feet. That is wild. And you put some water in it, put your, put your stuff in it and then a balloon and you're good to There's go. There's no water. Oh, it's just heating the air. It's just a, in a oh. chamber. Yeah. It's not a bong. Okay. Okay. Listen, I, I'm with it. I'm hip. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. So there's no steam or anything. It is just the... Uh, it is just heat. And it is it heating is heat. the, the weed at a specific temperature that it just sort of pushes out the, you know, like okay. the stuff you want. It doesn't burn it the way that you yeah. do when you just like light a flame to it. Yes, yeah, okay. so there's no, there's some, you know, theoretically no tar and carcinogenic products and that sort of thing. That is the whole vaporizer promise, right? Like that is the... Uh, well, that, yes, but so in this case, this uh, that's where it gets weird and where the lack of FDA regulation starts becoming questionable because mm-hmm. like this thing is just hot air, right? But mm-hmm. like the, a lot of little handheld pen things that you use have like weird chemical accelerants in them. Oh. Oils and stuff like that. And like that's where some questions arise about like... Okay. What are the byproducts of heating these chemicals gotcha. that are in here that they use for this thing? What are people inhaling out of these? Like that that's a very <laughs> excuse me, very different thing. Yeah. 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 The the vaporizer vapor the things I was familiar with were little platforms that heat up, uh and like little trays that heat up. That's what I had seen before. But this sounds even more complicated. Um and then there's no charring. There's no combustion, which is saves you from all the, the bad combustion stuff. Yeah, like when you when you empty out the little tray or whatever, like it's just the weed that was once green is now brown. It is not mm. like blackened or charred in any way. Okay. That just goes in the trash? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Compl- science. Mm-hmm. Yes, better it. living through science. I love it. A volcano. And so anyway, back to uh, yes. guarantees. Um, I've done it for, um, I did it for an, a big oven we had an in wall oven that was but that was in within the first year i just was so scanning in these things it's like hey here's your here's your warranty right like here's your thing and it's like man i just never make good on this stuff at all i feel like after a year or two unless the thing is thousands of dollars i feel like i have i usually give up on it or i try to fix it myself and don't make use of a warranty i should probably do it more often like brad if your if your switch had a problem right and no, it, that's it, never it, happened. There's nothing wrong with the switch. Nothing wrong with the Joy-Cons. And were it were a particular problem to you, not like a not like the Joy-Con drift that was like, oh, this is happening all over. Yeah. Like your switch is would you would you contact Nintendo or would you just say, well, this switch has seen the end of its life? Well, I couldn't because that thing's only got a year warranty on it. So it does. Are you okay. saying so within you know that the year? warranty on it? Yeah. I mean yeah. most game most consoles at most are a year. A lot of stuff's ninety days now for like controllers and stuff like I think like dual shock. DualSense warranty is 90 days, I believe. So if you started getting dead pixels, you just chalk it up to that's it? Done? Yeah. I mean, if it was within that year, I'd probably do something about it. No, but, today. Today you'd be like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. At this, well, I'd pro- well, because it's me, I would probably go track down an aftermarket screen and put it in myself. Okay, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't I did try... The Joy-Cons. Like, but that is not what the Nintendo. average consumer would yeah. go about doing. Well, but again, like you'd have no recourse just because game console warranties are shitty and short. Yeah. So you kind of are screwed anyway. Yeah. Okay. And it's like you could go and get like the best buy additional warranty type shit, but like I don't know anyone who really does that for anything but the most expensive things they are buying. I mean, even for the Joy-Con drift, like I I I got Joy-Con drift and they replaced. So that warranty is is endless, right? Because they've got pending legal. It was similar to like the Red Ring of Death thing, right? Right. They were like, yeah, we fucked this up. We need to make good on this, or we're gonna pay for it. Uh, 
I didn't even engage that stuff, though, when I got the Joy-Con Drift. I just went and bought some aftermarket replacement sticks and swapped them out myself. How are those but working out for you? Like I, didn't, I didn't want to be without the Joy-Con for the two weeks that it takes or whatever. Um, they seem fine. Like they, okay. Maybe you can kind of tell a difference. Maybe the kind of tension on them is not exactly the same, but it's close enough. I'm, I'm starting to get some um, drift on my PS5 controller, but it seems Boy, like... but it's quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, That's, a couple of things there, right? Like the, those things are, uh, there's a lot going on. There's so many fucking moving parts <laughs> inside that thing, dude. It's, uh, it's, dude, swapping the sticks on those things is fucking crazy. So we, did, we did, we did an yeah. episode of the Tech Pod about this four or five months uh, earlier in the year about this exact issue, Joy-Con drift, dual sense issues, stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the iFixit? Yeah, totally. I have I have like, a bunch of their I've used their their manuals and I've I've had their yeah. their kits. I, I, I think it was iFixit that did the video we were talking about where like they show the process of swapping a stick in a dual shock, I think. I think it was a dual shock 4, not a dual sense, but I think yeah. it's or maybe it was a dual sense actually, but you have to like you have to use some kind of weird like reverse solder bath because there are like 14 solder points underneath the stick where they're like, literally like lowering it into this I forget oh, what the what no. it's called, but it's like a, a heated solder bath that like kind of desolders all the points at the same time just so you can get the stick out like replacing those sticks is beyond it's it's, it is not trivial at all it is like beyond any effort that normal people should exert i want to say i've done hmm, i've either done ps3 or ps4 controllers but you saying that that maybe it was a dual sense it's ps4 ps or playstation controller the last one i opened that had the ribbon cables the flat ribbon circuit boards in it was like oh my gosh these things are you need like padded it's, tweezers and stuff yeah, to be it's pulling. serious yeah. the I've, xbox I've, controllers are, are much easier really so, interesting yeah. i've i've fully torn down a dualshock 4 and put it back together somebody spilled a drink on one at the office <laughs> so i took it apart and cleaned the hell out of it and yeah. just to see if i could and got it back together and working fine again but I, yeah. that's not desoldering or anything like that yeah my dog chewed one up and then i scrapped it for parts and then i was going to do see if i could replace it with aftermarket parts and then i just went up throwing it out it's <laughs> just like or i think yeah. i just kept all the parts the the things anyway the uh, ps5 really only has i think it's a minor drift because i only notice it on games that do the destiny style menu on a console you know like that oh, move, yeah, yeah. move the cursor Ooh. around ring and Ooh. so every once in a while or more than once in a while it'll just start squeaking up the page a little bit but it's not like my character moves forward or the camera dips it just is like a little bit, and I've noticed there's no dead zone on those menus. There's like zero yeah. dead zone. So it, it's, I don't know if it's going to get worse or not, or maybe it needs to be blown out or, or dusted or something, but it's just on those menus where the thing just starts creeping up the, the thing. And those controllers are expensive, and I, yeah. I do not want to buy another one. And it kind of bums me out. And the other thing is I bought two extra ones, one for my kids, just so mine would survive. And now mine is the one that's breaking. His dad is bad with his toys. Um, and how bad would it be if I just swap it with my kids? <laughs> would they even notice? I mean, how much Destiny yeah. are they playing? Yeah. Yeah. Every game's got those menus now. Assassin's Creed, Outriders, all those games do that thing. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not going to swap that. It's dad's fault. Dad will fix it. Or, or um, take the, care of stuff. The Mr. Supports Dual Senses now. You can make that your Mr. Controller. Wait, really? Cause, yeah, because you're never going to use that stick on there anyway. Um, yeah, seriously. That's, uh, what is it, just over Bluetooth? Uh, Bluetooth or uh, USB. Oh, that's wild. I haven't hooked my mister up in a long time. Uh, I hope those, 
those things. It was one of my worries with the dual or what do they call the controller now? The dual sense. Which one? The PS5 dual, dual sense. Dual sense. It's one of my worries. There are so many points of failure on that thing now. That oh it, yeah, yeah. It, that was another thing that teardown revealed was the 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 control of the triggers. Yeah. The, adjustable tension triggers apparently like very complex and very fragile or that was their conclusion was like if and when these things break they're going to break hard like this is not something that may last for years my strong sense was that they were probably going forward with this with the plan in mind of in a couple years maybe three years having a full revision of the controller that has everything that's still in there but also maybe some new doodads and also reinforcing the things that they are probably seeing break repeatedly what what is what is doing the tension in there on that? Turbo? Um, I God, I'd have to go back and look. I mean, there is some kind of plastic gear in there. Oh, and it's like just it, it's just like, yes, and you're it just is, pushing it is, past it is the physical. It is physical mechanical tension. You are oh, pushing wow. against a like plastic. Not they're not you know they're not electrifying anything or whatever. Right. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah, I, I don't know what I thought was in there. Some kind of like piston or something, but that's right. weird. So it's just a gear that you break I the tension on. Something. I like should that. look that up. I'm curious the. Uh, yeah, it's just complicated. Every time I'm, I'm like in the kitchen or something, and I, you know, there's a very distinct sound of controller hitting ground, that clatter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every time I hear that, I'm like, whose controller was it? Was it? And once in a while when it's the, the steam controller, I'm like, you know, you can't replace those anymore. Once those are gone, those are gone. You guys, you can't, you can't get those anymore. Collector's items. Is that thing good for anything? I bought I bought one of the fire sale steam controllers and it's still in the box. I really like it. I mean, it's it's very particular for me because I you know, my computer's in the basement, my gaming PC is in the basement, and if I want to play up here, I use the Steam Link, and then there are certain games that it works very well for, and it's suited to to me as a person who likes point and click style adventure games and stuff like that. Or RTS games, things that you'd use a mouse for, right? Um and that's that's the kind of games I'm, I like it. I don't necessarily recommend it for, um, first person shooters though. I, people have used it and they, some people like the trackpad for the aiming, uh, the, the kind of mouse look you get on that because you can kind of set it to be more like a mouse so you can get really fast, um, uh, spinning and, and looking around. Right. Uh, so some people really do like it. The other thing I like about the steam controller with the steam interface is um, you can set up a lot of macros on that controller where uh, if you're playing the PC version of the game, obviously that's what you are on your steam. uh, You can just have like, okay, when I hold this bumper and I use this other pad, it's setting up um, all my F1 keys or whatever on the controller. And that's pretty great. I I actually do like that once I get into it. So we'll see how that works out on that um, steam portable thing. Yeah. They've, they've extended that macro stuff out to, I think all controllers now. And they've built, like, they went and built controller support for stuff that does not have great controller support otherwise on PC, like mm. like the PlayStation controllers. Like, the Steam controller compatibility layer is pretty wild at this point. It's pretty good, and it's also very good. I think this is what's happening, but I'm not sure. I Somebody could verify this very quickly. I, this is just my ignorance. When you bring a game into Steam, like, say, from the Epic Game Store... I think it adds that compatibility yes. then into the game. Yeah, I think that that does work in a lot of cases. Um, so I, you know, I can play things from the Epic Game Store. Put it, I usually put it into Steam, like add non-Steam game, and then I can play through my Steam Link with pretty decent controller uh, uh, options. I saw I saw people talking about Axiom Verge two about that very subject that it shipped without PlayStation controller support. Oh, if you add it to Steam and play it through there, even though it's an Epic game, then you get it. Yeah, through That's, Steam stuff. That's neat. I mean. 
the Steam Link also has some issues, but um, you know, I think I it it doesn't really feel like a supported device anymore. So we'll see. You know, oh, it is definitely not. <laughs> resolutions are limited. The you know no. the but the, we'll see what the next iteration of that UI is when the. We'll um, yeah, they they ended up putting Steam Link out as a piece of software that they consider it like a platform now, not a box. Makes sense. So there's like a there's like a Raspberry Pi image that you can get. Yeah. So you kind of just build your own better Steam Link these days. Do you know if I this is a little maybe a little more game focused than the Ramblecast usually is, but do you know if that is um people have made versions that can do higher resolutions or anything? Uh, like that? that I'm not sure. Okay. That'd be you'd nice. probably you'd probably be better off using something like Moonlight at that point. Because just to bounce it over to your stuff, TV. Stuff like that definitely does support higher higher resolution, better codecs. Mm, better codecs. That's what I want. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh well, what was that there? Oh, the drift. We'll see how that stuff goes. That's everything breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it is the most old man thing to say, and yet also my most deeply held belief that nothing is built to last anymore. Entropy oh, God, no. and breaking. Planned and obsolescence just, is the current way. Yeah. Heat death. I was just I was just reading an argument about that stuff on a forum like two nights ago about, you know, like cars are kind of built more to last, but then is the cost of supporting old inefficient cars that are mm. polluting more worse than building new cars? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, that's yeah, at some, sure. At, at, at some point, does supporting old devices that didn't break kind of offset the cost of not making new ones? You know, it's one of the I've tried to stay away from gadgets, uh, single use gadgets, because I feel like they like especially kitchen gadgets um be like all right what can you do with a knife do i want this chop oh, i'll tell you what you can do with a knife what can mm. i oh, what can i do with this knife go on where can i put this knife mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you know where you can put that um <laughs> yeah like, you know bread <laughs> um you know like the, the the those hand chopper things or or mm. uh, uh deli slicers or not the deli sli- like the uh what are the things that sliced real thin like the well, that is a there is a deli slicer that will yeah, do that. Yeah, sounds like some kind of Ron Popeil special. The thing, uh, what is that? What is that thing called? You like, you like put like a, um, a shaver. Yeah, well, like yeah, but it's, it has a name. I forget what it's called. It's not a guillotine. It's a. Uh, it's like you rub like the cucumber over the blade, and it's like shing 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 shing, and you just get those little slices out. Uh, anyway. What is it like? Oh, what the hell is that thing called? Yeah, what is that thing called? Um, it's like the death sled, is what I call it. It's mm. About the slap chop. Yeah, th- that's exactly what I was thinking. Like the slap chop seems cool. But then also it's like, man, that's all that thing has to do is just break. And then it's just gar it's landfill, it's just landfill. Um, so I, I've tried to stay away from that stuff and just have a good knife, like, you know, and seven of them. I don't know how I end up with so many knives, but I really only need. I mean, you usually buy one. knives in a set. You usually don't just buy one knife. I think I just need one knife, really. A, a good chef's knife. I have a nice like 12 inch or something chef's knife that I, I use. My wife has a shorter chef's knife i have a knife for um i have a separate knife that is for carving chickens and turkeys and stuff because i don't like uh i need a little more flexible a little thinner and i don't like using my knife on things that have bones i'm a little precious about my my chef's knife just because i don't want to nick the blade on a bone um and i like a little more flex when i'm when i'm uh carving a chicken and that's about all i need i don't need anything else i have a serrated knife for cutting uh crusty bread that's, oh, yeah. always, that's always good. Got to have a serrated. Yeah, and I serrated. And then um, I think I tried to throw out most of my other knives, uh, but I got a little knife block that I uh, um, 
it's a magnetic one, so the the the, ah. the the blade doesn't run up against the actual wood things that keep them sharp. I enjoy sharpening stuff, but I also am at the point where I know it takes me long enough where I m- might go in on a sharpener system, a sharpening system. Like I'm afraid to sharpen. Like, it seems like something that would be very easy to screw up. Yeah, but if your knife's dull already, right? You oh, can, yeah, they, we're ruining the knife, though. They still have those, um, the guy with the bell that takes the trolley, the little like uh, cart around that sharpens knives uh, by you guys yeah. at all. No, Vinny, speaking it's not 1961. Speaking, speaking of medieval, but no, like the guy, there's like a little cart that's like you it's know like the town sharpener, <laughs> the village sharpener. There's a kids in the grounds. hall sketch about one of those guys, and I thought that was made up, but no. Wait, it's, yes, there's a kids in the hall sketch for where, real. A, where a guy who was an axe murderer walks up and is like, <laughs> "I need my axe sharpened. Can you help me?" That's that's a I real thing. Be- Oh yeah, like okay, I'm not that old, but that is definitely a thing that I thought might still be happening, because like you, you bring your scissors and and you're, you bring your knives out there and they just sh- he just sharpens them. Yes, yes, he shows up right after the milkman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, listen, I bet they still have them. People he shows up right know. after the milkman to also sleep with your wife. <laughs> the knife sharpener. Um, I uh, I do water stones for sharpening, and then um. There's a there's a new sharpening thing that that came out not that long ago that I might go get because uh, I want to start getting into um, uh, convex blades instead of uh, um, the V the V sharp. So there's like ones that are like a straight V, and that's how usually I sharpen on a stone. But then if you have a round, a slightly rounded edge on it, which you could do with like um, if you're if you're doing a slightly different, you need kind of a, something that has give like a sandpaper or something uh apparently that holds an edge a little better is what i hear hmm. Hmm. so yeah that's what i that's what that's what i heard um but who knows they, they always want to sell you something i've never been i've bought knife sharpening things before that were kind of inexpensive and i've never been able to use them well i've always had better luck on a stone the the hardest part on a stone you have to keep the angle freehanding on the stone you have to keep the angle the same every pass See, this so is like, why I'm afraid to do it. Yeah, so like, well, you have to try and keep it as, as much as you can because what you're trying to do is trying to have that point meet exactly at the same angle on both sides to become a nothing point. And so you're trying to get that angle the same. So it's just like muscle memory, but I always forget what angle I sharpened, like the kitchen knives versus this uh, other tool I have. Oh, is this a 12 degree on here? And I always forget and I always wind up having to... Spend a lot of and time this is how you end up with people just buying new knives when they get dull. Again, playing yeah, on it's totally. just too, it's too difficult. People don't want to do it. Uh, I've had the same knife for like 15 years, 15, 20 years. Like, um, it's a pretty good run. We've had the yeah, same knife set for about 10, I think. Kind of. Kind of I'm going to come sharpen your knives, Alex. Okay, I'm going to sharpen. So Sam actually at one point took like a knife skills class. Yeah, there you go. Briefly, because she wanted to get better at like chopping and stuff for, for cooking. And so I think as part of that, she may have learned how to do a little bit of sharpening. Does she have kind a of, stone? I don't know exactly what. She, and she mm. may use the stone. I love it. Kind of kind of knives we rocking here. Oh, I mean, these are just kitchen knives, you know, like a Santoko knife, a chef's knife, you know, like a little like paring knife. Nothing too okay. crazy. No, but I mean like a brand. We oh, I don't even remember. It was just something we bought probably at like Target or Bed Bath & Beyond or something. Uh, I believe my knife that I really like, <laughs> I must be getting this wrong. I think it's a Mac, but then it cannot just be Oh, you be Mac, Mac the then. knife? <laughs> I cannot be Mac the knife. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say it's Mac. It's, um, 
but I'm not sure. Is it really just Mac MAC and is it Mac the Knife? Mac. Uh, we got back to Night Court somehow. And yep. Yes, there you go. And then I have a global uh, knife that I, that's the one I use for the turkey. And then my. That's a knife you can plug into any socket anywhere in the world. That's right. It's global. Um, and then, um, then my. I think my mother in law got us a knife from uh, like Japan when she was there, like a. Um, like, you know, from a forge, like a, like a knife maker in Japan that we like hardly ever use. And then Drew. Is that a Hattori actually, Hanzo knife? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She had to go climb up all the mountains and, mm-hmm. and go all the way over there uh, and bring him like uh, the seven oars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of the, uh, Drew got um, us a knife for, um, I want to say it's a wedding gift when I got married. And we still have that knife. And that's like my wife's favorite knife. That's the one she uses. It's her daily. It's her everyday carry. That's her, uh, okay. that's her, that's yes. her daily. Yes. That's uh, daily driver. That's her daily driver. That's right. Uh, yeah. And then I, you know, I sharpen, uh, my Leatherman, my, my knife with my Leatherman once in a while, sharpen scissors once in a while. Cause I hate adult scissor. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like really, really bugs me. Um, I don't know why, but also how many times am I using a scissor? Not often. More times than you think with kids. Cause I have a lot of art projects, but, um, uh, and the scissors they give scissors. those kids, those are no good. You can't use those, those. plastic things that yeah. are just like, this isn't even a cutting tool. This is just two pieces of plastic close together. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sharpening fun. When, Sharpening what age will you start teaching your children the ways of the knife? <laughs> Wait, are you saying that his children need to practice the blade? <laughs> yes, absolutely. They need to study the blade because someday they will be called upon to bring their blade skills to bear. And, you know, without them, what are they going to do? My children were, are forged in fire. Uh, uh, while, they, you playing, uh, while, you, while you were podcasting and playing video games. Uh-huh. They studied the blade. Vinny's children studied the blade. Uh, they, uh, they, I, I try to make sure that, like, my wife agrees with me. It took a while, much like, much like a password manager, it took a while of convincing to say, hey, this this is true. I'm not just making this up that a sharp blade is safer than a dull blade, right? Like a, you, you will push, you will exert less pressure. You have more control over a very sharp knife than you do all over a dull knife. And she was like, that's just, I don't. And then once now she's the one that's just like, this knife is dull. Go sharpen it. You did a crap job on this. Get this thing sharpened. So I've, I've tried to teach my kids knife safety. I think since the day they were born, uh, if you ask my kids, what don't you put in front of a knife? Any, uh, don't put anything you don't want to cut. That's right. So they know that's, not to put their fingers. You know, they that's know. Classic, that is, yes, that's classic firearm safety. Yeah. Don't, don't point, point at anything at you don't want to kill. you don't intend to shoot. Yes. Yeah. Since so, the day they were born. I'm just imagining you plopping <laughs> day one Max down on a table and be like, holding a knife up and be like, okay, here's what you need to know. <laughs> here's, here's what you don't do. Choke up on that knife. You hold it up after. You hold the blade. You don't put your finger on the spine. That's not good control. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I think that stuff is, do they retain any of it? No. Every time my kids are running around with a pair of scissors and I tell them don't do that and, and hold the blade and here's how you hand a knife to somebody. They listen, but do they, they follow these kids, they follow directions. No, when they're running out to get the knife sharpened to the knife milkman, uh, ice cream person out there. No, they're just running out there throwing knives. So I was thinking of buying them pocket knives. For when we go camping, if and when we go camping, I don't know. I don't know. You have to do it to the kid, right? So, like, 
you don't, I, I don't believe in doing it at an age. Like you do it to the kid. Is the kid ready for it? I don't know. I don't know. I always think of myself and like, I could get into a lot of trouble with my own pocket knife. Like, is this a thing that we just do when we go camping? And it's just like, here, you get to use this as an incentive to come out camping. Or is this the thing that's like, keep this in your drawer. Don't bring this to school, you idiot. Like, you know, don't show your friends, you know, like a little one, like a Swiss army knife. Did you guys get knives when you were like, like I got one 10? eventually. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah like 11, but I also, I mean, I also, I also was given my first gun at like 10 or 11. So right. like, part of the country I'm from, that's kind of not a big deal. Right. Oh, I assume it was probably like some kind of like 22 or something. It was a 22, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like we did, they don't need it. And that's what I was thinking mostly for camping. Like, okay, you're camping, go, uh, I'll whittle something. Also, you gotta be careful. You know, I think it's important to teach how to use uh, a knife. Give him nothing but a pocket knife and turn him loose in the woods. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll see you in a month. See, see you in a month. Yeah. Figure it out. See you in a month. Hey, listen. Remember your older brother? No, exactly. <laughs> see you in a month. <laughs> don't be, don't be like him. If you find him out there, <laughs> let, let him know he's know. allowed to come home now. <laughs> he's done enough. His 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 tour has ended. Um, yeah, you know like. I, I actually showed my kids with a, a pocket knife. I think it was my Leatherman. Here's how you, here's what you don't do, right? If you have a folding knife, you do not gr- grasp it and you don't push on something because the knife can fold back on your fingers, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's an important thing. Like, I don't want my kids to go to a friend's house or find, what if they find this knife on the ground? And just start playing with it, right? Like, I think it's important to know, like, hey, this is how the knife mechanics work. If it's a folding knife, don't, you don't. Because the first thing you want to do is jab it into a tree stump, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like if you jab a knife into a tree stump and it and it breaks the the catch on it, that's like going to be bad news. Don't do that. Just, it's, get yourself a solid knife with a full tang and then stab it into it. And don't yes. start with a switchblade. Start with something else. You know, like work yeah. your way up to the switchblade. That's right. What's, what are the, what's the, the real name for butterfly knives? The I don't know. Uh, Bola. Bol, Bolo? No. It's like... Something, something. Cooler I had a butterfly knife at one point. I didn't know it had another name. Yeah, I used to carry it around for a while when I was ba- in school. Ba- 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 Bali song. Yeah, that's what it is. Bali song. Okay. Uh, could you do or, it? Or a or a b- batongus knife? Okay, come could on, you, batongus. What this says? <laughs> You're a batongus. <laughs> it's a bully derived. from some like yeah. '90s uh, high school movie. Oh, it's stay away from batongus, man. Sorry. He's no good. <laughs> Oh, okay. This, this says the name was derived from the village in the Philippines, okay. where the original manufacturing centers were located. Okay. Uh, so, Alex, did you did you do the 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 dance? Oh, I was never very good at the flippy stuff. Yeah. Like I could kind of do it, but it was always like a little bit labored and not particularly smooth. But I never stabbed uh, myself in the hand with it, so I'll t- count that as a victory. I had the one that was a comb. Uh, oh, the switch comb. comb? Yes, yes. Well, switchblade, switchblade comb. Yeah, and that was a uh, that was pretty classic. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Cool. Ah, uh, just can't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> nobody's nope. nobody's got a. Uh, yeah, let me let me like, just preface this right now. No one is saying you should go give your kids <laughs> knives right now. The, the 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 next lander team does not endorse giving children knives uh, until they are well and ready for it, but. That's right. I think I think you again to the kid, not an age. Like if your kid's ready for it, yeah, okay. you'll know if they're responsible or not. That's right. My they parents didn't because they never gave me any of those knives. I just bought them off friends or other illicit <laughs> sources. But nonetheless, I think if I was ever given one, either 
I got a. Like, I did get a Swiss, like a, a Swiss Army knife, like a little you one did. from, yeah, from my dad. But that was it. That's okay. what I got. Yeah, Brad, were you like? Did you grow up where it was like always have a knife in your pocket kind of thing? Like, uh, um, like you'd be like, where's I mean, your that knife? Is absolutely the policy. Yeah, like I didn't. I didn't practice it. It wasn't right. like it wasn't like enforced on me or anything. But it was definitely like every. Everyone in my family had a knife on them at all times. Right. Like, just use like, your knife. I don't have one. What? Where's like, your knife? That you was know, not might, my thing. You might have a pack of chewing gum to open, and out comes the knife to open the pack <laughs> of chewing gum, because when you have a knife on you at all times, everything looks like a <laughs> thing you should use the knife on. Totally. Uh, uh, you got a little dirt under your nails, you know? You need, yeah. are you, you going to get that out? Are you going to wash your hands? No. Use a knife. Yep. Yep. Folks, that's going to do it for this week's Ramble Casts. Uh, if you, um, edge, something with an edge. Uh, your podcast with an edge. Uh, Official knife safety The sharpest podcast. podcast around. That's right. That's right. I, um, I mean, people still have to get their knives sharpened. They, you, you dull instrument, sharp. I'm just Lines. saying that I do believe that there are ways to do that without an old man and a bell walking around suburban neighborhoods. Well, if you're wondering about my retirement plans, it is uh, that's not retirement. Myself. That's working. <laughs> that's my. I don't know if that's I make a living off of driving up and down uh, Jersey, suburban Jersey, ringing my bell, asking for people to bring out your knives. Your knives, bring knife out your knives, man. Knife man's here. I I bet you know do lawnmower blades, do all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? He'll probably use lasers. The I mean, you know how to sharpen <laughs> stuff at least. Kind of. Kind of. Better than takes I me do. A little, takes me a little while. We should do a knife sharpening thing. I, like I said, I'll come and I'll sharpen. I'll ruin all your knives. Okay. I'll dull, dull the hell out of them. Um, this week we've got, uh, yesterday was maybe one of my favorite episodes of uh, uh, Scrap Mechanic. No. We are into it now. We are programming pistons and rotors. We built a, a, a nightmare spider car that was fantastic. Uh, we have to, I think next episode, uh, when we do it, we have to get like a little hand underneath a windowsill and program it to push a little button. It was fantastic. Got to, we got to set up control flow. We practically have to write an algorithm. Oh, very excited. Super duper excited. Uh, and then on uh, Thursday, we're going to have um, some more on the not Tad playthrough, but the I forget the other character's name in 13th Doll. The Doctor. Dr. Richmond? Dr. Richfield? Dr. Richfield? Like Doc, okay. Doc, yeah, Richfield sounds right. So we're, uh, join us for that as we make our way through that game. Uh, and then Friday, we're thinking about maybe uh, spinning back up that State of Decay. We didn't do it on Monday. Maybe it's... Go in there. Maybe just knock that thing out. Yeah. I think yeah. Now that I'm free <laughs> of the legal system. We might, That's right. We might, have, we might have to find an add-on for that stream, because from what I can tell, we might not have much left. Okay, like, well, you we know. There's just, always that horde mode we could check out. Yeah, yeah that, should, that might be worth looking at. We should look at that and uh, 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 wrap up our State of Decay 2 run. Uh, and then we're, we're thinking about changing some schedule stuff up a bit, maybe next week, uh, doing things uh, a little differently. Maybe uh, dipping our toe into some pre-recorded stuff to kind of see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, in games terms of, are coming out. Yeah, yeah we are. got games. We want to get coverage up and um, not always. We also uh, just time want to play them. Streaming. Yes, <laughs> finding time to play them. And then Wednesday we'll be talking about uh, uh, twelve minutes on the podcast. We'll be talking about some um, uh, Action Verge two uh, and some other stuff. Uh, so you can join us there for the official podcast going up Wednesday. If you're listening to this on the Patreon. And then Thursday, everywhere else. That it? I think that's it. Yeah. So join us for all that stuff. 
Thanks, everybody, for uh, uh, joining us here. Listen to this. Thank you, Brad. Thank yeah. you, Alex. Thank you, Vinny. Thanks, we'll everybody, be... for supporting us. Of course. Thanks, for everybody, for supporting us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping your knives sharp and safe and practicing very good knife safety. Never always hold the scissors down uh, when greeting friends and, and, and handing a blade over to somebody. Handle first. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon.